Hey, Fred. Keith here. Before we start the episode, I just wanted to jump in really quickly to share with you about a little book that I've just put out recently. It's called Breakup, How to Heal and Thrive After a Relationship Ends. You know, I had a marriage of about 24, 25 years end in divorce, and it crushed me. I mean, it really got me down. But after I licked my wounds for a while, I decided I need to put together a strategic plan to pivot from this loss into my next chapter. So I put together this little plan that I call Thrive. So if you're going through a breakup right now, or maybe you've just gone through one recently and you could use a little help, I encourage you to look for the link in the show notes and check out Breakup, How to Heal and Thrive After Relationship Ends. All right, now on with the show. Have you made some bad choices in your life? Well, if you're like the rest of us, sure you have. But one of the things I've tried to do is sit down and look at some of the choices I've made in my life, then analyze and make some steps or a method on how I can better make choices. That's what I want to share with you today. So if you want to learn how to make better choices, stick around. Let's chat about it. Hi, I'm Dr. J. Fred. Just call me. For the last 30 plus years, I've had the opportunity to speak, teach, and perform for audiences all across the United States. Side note, I'm also a professional comedy entertainer. For the last 40 plus years, I have been in the business and educational worlds and self-employed for most of those as well. I am the published author of both fiction and nonfiction books, and I have had the pure pleasure of mentoring hundreds of people over the last 30 I've accomplished some things, but I've also had some failures. I've had setbacks, and I can tell you I've also experienced true loss. It's through all of that, the good and the bad, that I have learned. After all, I've earned every one of these gray hairs I've got. So, it is those experiences, my education, and my creativity that I use to try to communicate with you, to help you, and to encourage you to change and shift your impossible to possible. Side note and a disclaimer, I am not a medical professional, nor am I a licensed therapist. So if you need that particular help, please do consult a local professional. So grab a coffee, have a seat at my table, and let's chat. This is Coffee with Keith. Welcome back to Coffee with Keith. I'm so glad to have you. You're making my day by joining me. Hopefully you got a good beverage there that you can enjoy. I've got my hot black coffee, as always, right here beside me. If you were with me last week, you might know that we talked about how to get unstuck and move forward like magic. And I used the word magic as an acrostic, a memory cue, if you will, because I'm also a professional magician. So if this is your first time listening, you probably didn't know that, but it's true. So what I did is took the word magic and, and used that as a memory tool for us in that process. Today, I'm going to use that same thing again, because I'm going to tell you I'm sort of the king of acrostics, because I believe in all the years I've been teaching and speaking, that this sometimes is a great way to deliver information in a cognitive way that people can actually understand and remember. So I often use that technique. I will again today. Like I said, sometimes I want, but hopefully 
Um, it'll help you. I hope you like it. Uh, it's just my style. Again, I won't always use it, but many times I will. So today is one of those days because we're going to talk about how to make better choices. And what I did is I sat down one day and I went back and thought about my life, what I have done, the choices that I've, and I looked at the, the big choices, not, you know, every, you know, whether I wanted a, you know, a Pepsi or a Mountain Dew, that kind of thing. I looked at the big choices in my life and I started to try to analyze what went into those choices and what I would do differently and what I would, uh, you know, like to think about as I make choices today. And that's where this method that I have today or this teaching comes from. So I simply want to share it with you. It may help you. I hope it does. If it does, feel free to share it with other people. You know, I'm about helping and I want to try to help you today because we all want to know how can we make better choices. So let's dive in. So what I would like for you to do is if you have a piece of paper, and I hope you always do, have it in front of you and on a vertical plane, I want you to write the word choices just up and down, C-H-O-I-C-E-S. And now I want to go back and just tell you some ideas related to each one of those letters. So here we go. The first is this. Consider the risk versus the reward. Now, let me parenthetically add right here that I'm not talking about an instant life and death situation. That's that's sort of a different process. That's that's called that uh, flee or fight syndrome. That that's that you know either I stay and I fight for my protection or I get up and I boogie away and try to run away from the situation. Now that's more in line with our physical you know safety. Uh, so that's a little bit different, okay? So we're not really talking about that. What I'm primarily talking about is the choices that you need to make that will shift you from where you are today to where you want to be, say, a month from now or even a year from now, okay? So to do that, we need to consider the risk versus reward. And when I say the reward, I want you to think about if this choice I make leads to the direction and the result that I really want from it, what is that going to do for me? Is it going to add to my bank account? Is it going to help my marital relationship? Is it going to you know, help mend my relationship with my kids? Is it going to grow my business? Is it going to increase my bank account? Think about that possible reward. What is it? And I would even add, put some emotion to it because you know, I'm a guy and a lot of times I'm just generality here. A lot of times guys are not as emotional, but I am. You know, some guys have told me, God, Keith, you're so emotional. You're kind of a wimp. All right. And I go, no, I'm not. I, I can think logically and I'm not a wimp, but I do have emotions and I tap into those emotions. And honestly, I think it's a blessing in my case because it helps me to to um, relate to other people, to empathize and sympathize when I need to. Now, I can't do it constantly because I wouldn't be able to get out of bed in the morning, but I do have a way of connecting with people because I love people. I care about them. And that's from my emotional side. So for me, I look at that reward and I say, okay, that's that's going to give me this. Now let me move it one step further. What is the reward? What is is that going to give me a feeling that that what is that feeling like and experience that feeling and and you know that's what I need to do. Then I look at the risk. And I say, okay, if I make this choice and the worst case scenario happens, and believe me, most of us automatically go to the worst case scenario and seldom does that actually occur. But let's say that it does. Worst case scenario. 
what happens then? And can we survive it? So then look at the two. This is the possible risk, the result of that choice. And this is the possible reward and the emotional gratification and other gratification, success, whatever, from the reward. Which of those is most important to you in this situation? Because honestly, I'm going to tell you, there have been times when I've had to make a choice and I look at it and it might have cost me something that I'm not willing to pay. For instance, if you're trying to make a choice and it could cost you your marriage, what? No, that risk is too high. Or if you're making a a choice and, and it could damage your relationship with your kids, is that really what you want? Is the reward worth that? So you always have to compare the two. All right. So the first thing is consider risk versus reward. What's the second thing? Well, to me, I think we have to hone in to our intuition. You got to hone into that intuition inside of you. And some of you may have been doing this wonderfully, but some of you maybe have not been trying to grow that intuition. Sometimes we have, well, most of the time we make a choice, we have to actually get in side of us. We have to say, what do I really feel about this deep down? What is my gut, so to speak, telling me? Now, I've made some decisions based on my gut that worked beautifully, and I've made some decisions based on my gut that didn't. But most of the times, those decisions, quite honestly, were made more from an emotional side than a logical side. But still, you've got to tap into your intuition. What's inside of you? What is your gut telling you? Because when you, bottom line, you've got to make that decision. It's all about you, what you want to choose. Okay, so consider the risk versus reward. Hone into your intuition. Okay, third one, optimize your inner circle. Last week, I talked about the importance of having a good inner circle. People who love us, care about us, or or want the best for us, who will encourage us and help us and teach us and hold us accountable. And if you develop that inner circle, then it's perfectly okay to go with to them to ask their advice. For after all, the person who's never willing to ask advice or opinion is a person that's probably destined for many failures. But be careful. Be careful of who you ask. Again, I said inner circle. These are people who know where you are and know where you want to go. So they're going to consider that along with you in your choices. Other people aren't buying into where you want to go. They're not buying into your goal. They're not buying into your potential success or whatever. So their advice may not match your reward or your potential reward or where you want your reward to come from. So select carefully, but do optimize that opportunity. But even when you do and you take that, you still have to bring it inside, weigh it and see how it aligns with your intuition. Okay. But don't be afraid to ask, just ask the right people. All right, let's get to the I. Include past knowledge and experiences. Each one of us has a past. We know that. We've made choices all of our lives. Some of those choices did well. Some of those choices, eh, not a good thing. So what can we learn from those? We have that in our memory bank. So when you start to make a choice today, think about 
the choices you made last year or the year before or another day, whatever. What did you do and how did you do and how did it turn out? And if there's any similarities, then pull from that experience in this current choice. Makes sense, right? We learn from previous experiences often. So utilize that in your current choices. Okay, what about the C, the next C? Create a decision deadline. Actually, in our world today, there are going to be things that we have to choose about, and the world's going to set deadlines for us. For instance, this sale is only going to be for 24 hours. You must get this today or you're going to lose out on that savings. That's a deadline. Or, you know what? We really like you. We want to offer you this job, but we need to know your choice or your decision in 48 hours. Again, that's a choice deadline. But when it comes to us and our personal lives and our personal growth, those choices don't have often a set deadline unless we give them one. What we do is don't choose. And by not choosing, we're actually choosing. We're actually choosing to stay right where we are. And if that's not satisfactory, then you have to set some choice deadlines. Now, be careful. Sometimes we make instant choices, and that's okay. I've done that. And sometimes they were the right choices. Sometimes they weren't. That's life. But if you can take time to sit and think about your choices, time to meditate on your choice, time to pray if you're a spiritual person and believe in God as I do, pray about your choices, ask for advice in your choices, take time to do that. But set yourself a deadline. Because if you don't, you're never going to make a choice that's going to move you forward. So it might be, okay, in seven days at 12 o'clock noon, I'm going to make this important choice. Or maybe 30 days, whatever. It's your deadline. You set it. But again, I encourage you to set a deadline and keep to it. If you don't, you're going to continue to push that choice out, push it out, push it out, procrastinate, and your life is never going to get moving. Okay? All right. So let's talk about the E here in choices. Evaluate your choice in relation to your values. In in relation to your core values. I don't care who you are, where you are, you have core values. Now, some of these were poured into you as a child in your raising up years. Some of those core values are the same that you had at six years old as you do at 60. But sometimes our values change as we grow, mature, age. We begin to learn new things. We begin to to hear new ideas. And and sometimes our core values will shift and change. But the bottom line is, no matter what day it is, today you have core values, beliefs, ideas inside of you. I also believe that if we make choices, they if they're going to be the best choices for us, they will never contradict our core values. That's right. Let me say that again. The best choice for us will never contradict our core values. So compare. If this choice will make you do something outside of that core value, believe me, it is not the right choice. Stop it right there. Okay? Because I guarantee if you do, 
it's going to come back, come back and bite you. It really will. Okay. All right. So let's talk about the final S. And this is the shortest one. And pretty much to me, it's just a critical one. It really is. Stick to it. Stick to it. You know, one of the things I like to do is hike every day. I hike every day. And well, some days I don't enjoy it, but I do it. The benefits of it, uh, I have type 2 diabetes. And, you know, I'm trying to keep that under control, my A1C down. So I hike every day. It helps me mentally because I, I either listen to a podcast and a teaching for someone else that I respect, or I might listen to some good music, or I might just think. So it helps me mentally when I hike, but it also helps me physically, obviously, as I'm trying to lose weight, as I'm trying to get myself in heart condition, my you know everything better, and my diabetes under control. But the other day, I had a brand new pair of tennis shoes, and I was doing my hiking, um, and I walked across this little bit of grass. And all of a sudden, I realized that I was sticking to the grass. So I turned my shoe upward, and wouldn't you know, on the bottom was a ball of bubble gum. You've had this, right? Some person threw out some bubble gum where they shouldn't have, and I stepped in it. So I go over to a bench, and I sit down, and I take my shoe off, and I get a stick off the ground, and I start you know, picking at that bubble gum, trying to get it out. And I got most of it out. But do you know, to this day, I can still tell that there's little bits of bubble gum in the sole of that sneaker because it just has a way of sticking around. Well, you know, that's the analogy I like to think about when I think about my choices. Because I believe in today's society, a lot of people don't want to own their choices. They want to cast blame and They want to blame others about everything in their lives. But to me, if we're going to be a person of personal integrity, we need to own our choices. And once you make a choice, buy into it. Stick to your choices. Now, is that to say you can't ever change your mind and change it? No, there are times when we need to change our choices, and that's going to become evident because I think there, there really is. But here's the thing. A lot of people change their choices too soon because they think, well, I've made this choice, so everything's going to be hunky-dory the rest of the way. No, that's not the case. Sometimes your choices are going to come against things, or things are going to come against you in your choices. And sometimes those are people going to tell you, oh, you can't do this, or this is not the right choice for you. Why in the world are you trying to do this? So things will come against you. So what you have to do is, is really buy into your choice. Believe that that's going to get you where you want to be. And if it is, and you truly believe that, then stick to your choice. Because far too many times, people give up before they get to that reward. You know what I mean? It's true. All right. So let me quickly go through these once again, just to make sure that you got them. I'm going to give them just the points here, okay? The word choices. C, consider the risk versus the reward. Hone into your intuition. Optimize your inner circle. Include past knowledge and experiences. Create a decision deadline. Evaluate in relation to your values. And finally, stick to it. Well, I hope this teaching helps you. Um, I have used this method in a lot of my choices. I don't have to sit there and look at it all the time anymore because I've been doing it long enough. It's just part of my process in my brain. 
But I hope that you'll write this down, put it somewhere before you, and use it when you start to make your choices. See if how it works for you. I think it's going to help if you just kind of, it just gives you some things to think about as you make your choices. And I know that we all want to make better choices. So listen, if you've enjoyed this show, please do subscribe, um, share it if you'd like. Uh, if you really like the show and think you're going to be part of the family that I have, want to develop here, then uh, give me a five-star rating and, and a good comment because, you know, honestly, that's the way you pour back into me as I honestly am trying to pour into you every time I do this podcast. Okay? So that helps me out. If you want to connect with me, which I hope you do, just go to my website. It is the initial J, Keith, K-E-I-T-H, Brown, like the color, dot com. J, Keith, brown.com. And there you're going to see all my social media connections. And I also have some free gifts there. I would love for you to take advantage of those. Okay. So until next time, enjoy that beverage, change your world and shift your impossible to possible. This has been Coffee with Keith.